You there, boy! What day is it? It's... it's Swiftmas, sir. We might be childhood friends and I might drive you round the bend But I'm sure it's crazy kids will work it out in the end I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose But I guess that's how it goes Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows Jack, not a moment to waste. No. We have a Big pretty hurry. extensive plotline power ranking yeah. to get to. I will say... It's another armistice. Yeah, it's another armistice. We've had to pause operations on the winter of our Chris uh, content. The Chris's were getting tired, so tired of us yeah. chasing them. And we said at the beginning that it wasn't a hunt, but I think they felt hunted, yeah. didn't they? We're we're out on that no man's land playing footy with like the ghosts of Christmas yeah. future, <laughs> yeah. sharing a cigarette with them. <laughs> It's great. Um, we've been yeah. called here by uh, our Lord and Savior. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> she had a huge smash hit content experience sensation. She had a big Film. year this year, and she she wants she wants us to like. She's got a piece of media. Push that some of her products. Yeah. 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 That we should be watching, you know, it's Swiftmas after all. It's oh yeah, sorry. We should say Merry Swiftmas to all who celebrate. Oh yeah, and this is Strange Bedfellows. I'm Tanner Greenring. My name is Jack Shepard. It's a romance podcast, <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, Merry Swiftmas to all who celebrate. If you don't Swiftmas. celebrate Swiftmas, for instance, some people celebrate Taylorka. Oh, let's think of something better than Taylorka. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of throw that out there just to get the ball rolling. Hannah Montanica. Which Hanukkah? <laughs> I think Hanna it's got Montanica. It's got to be Taylor Swift, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll come, we'll circle back to that. We'll circle um, back to that. As I said, we have a lot of plot yeah, lines sorry. <laughs> to power rank later. So yeah, I want to keep us moving here. Um, mm-hmm. Taylor got in touch with us. Yeah. She she says she hasn't had enough exposure this year. Hasn't had enough exposure, wants us to cover her huge hit film. Yeah. And we say, great, Eras Tour, like, I've been looking forward to seeing it. And she said, no. Not that one. I need to, there's, the Eras Tour is doing well. Yeah. But there's this, like, um, something that's pulling people away from kind of the Taylor gravitational pull. Yeah. It's a pesky holiday called Christmas. Yeah. And Christmas is ruining Swiftness because nobody's everybody's opening presents and sharing family joy, and that's yeah, not buying gifts for others money and not buying Taylor's Taylor tickets, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for themselves, exactly. And we hate so that. she got in touch. She said, We need to transplant, yeah, Christmas. She said in square, she said, They want a war on Christmas, I'm gonna bring it to them, yeah, we're gonna transplant Christmas with Swiftness. She's the only one who can do it, really, she's the only one who has the clout. To actually execute a war on Christmas on all fronts. You know, liberals have been trying to do it for decades, and it's just getting yeah. nowhere. <laughs> I've been, I've been like, contributing monthly to the war on Christmas. Yeah. Even, and like, nothing. in July. You know? It doesn't, it feels like, it's like World War One. We're just, like, stuck in the trenches. We haven't moved an inch. Christmas is still going so strong. <laughs> Taylor decided it's, it's done. She's going to yeah. surplant Christmas with Swiftmas. Yeah. How do we do that, Taylor? Do we watch the Eras movie? She says, no. And uh, everybody's already seen it. <laughs> Our, everyone's already seen it. Yeah. yeah. 
That would be silly. Yeah. Um, no, I want you to cover my first big motion picture hit. Acting debut. Probably not, but as far as I know. And in doing so, kind of further obfuscate the, the very Christmas notion. agenda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be discussing the 2010 film. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Starring Taylor yeah. Swift. <laughs> Starring Taylor Swift. Yep. Uh, Mary Swiftmas, everyone. Mary Swift. Mary Swiftmas to all who celebrate. Uh, Taylor's in this. Of course, Taylor is also in this. It's a little bit confusing. Oh, they they make a lot of hay with that <laughs> during the um. It's in the, during the outros. The outro credits. Yeah. Hey, I'm Taylor. I'm Taylor. Yeah. It's confusing. Yeah, we know that. Marker. Yeah. But this is also, we should say, a sequel of kind for us because the Strange Bedfellows have previously covered the Gary Marshall vehicle New Year's Eve, which is very much. I don't know if I would say that. I would say it's literally a sequel. It's literally a sequel. Yeah. No, exactly. I don't know which one came first. I think Valentine's Day came first. It came out in 2010. Yeah. And New Year's Eve was 2011. But I guess. Two films are peas in a pod in a way. When you think about. It's it's a little bit of a tricky wicket. Yeah. Because when you think about Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve together, yeah. you know, like obviously in the year Valentine's Day comes first. No, never. No, it comes second. It comes sure. in February and and New Year's Eve is actually the last day of the Oh, year. you're right. You're right. I take it back. I was about to say how dumb you are. But, but New, in New your Year's head, Eve is the last day of the year, not the first day of the year. It's how dumb But am in I? your head, yeah. New Year's Eve is definitely like the first thing, and yeah. Valentine's Day is definitely the second thing. Yeah, no, that's so. A that's really why good point. Valentine's Day is a sequel to New that's Year's right. Eve. That's right, and that's why Valentine's Day is a sequel to New Year's Eve. And we're releasing this on Christmas because, as previously mentioned, Christmas is is canceled, and yeah. it's Swiftmas now. Swiftmas. So Merry Swiftmas, and uh, I hope you haven't opened your presents yet because you need to send them all back. And yeah, yeah, it's Mary buy, rent, buy, yeah, uh, Blu-ray, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Valentine's Day, yeah, Gary Marshall's Valentine's Day, yes. or eras, or buy tickets, or whatever you know. Yeah, stream Midnight's on Spotify. Jack, yeah, we have a lot of <laughs> somebody work to has do. to. Yeah, <laughs> we got last a lot time of work. we did New Year's Eve, we did our hit segment. Yeah. Plotline power ranking. Yes. Let's talk about the plot lines in 2010's Valentine's Day. Should I go through the list first and then we'll power rank them? So historically, the way we do it is um, we say you say a short name of the of of what it's called, like a shorthand for it. Oh, okay. Mm. And then I do a two sentence description of that plot line, and then we rank it. It's a blind ranking. So uh, I think, are there, how many plot lines are there? Eight? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Wow. Eleven that we okay. have to capture. And thank you to um, Sunday Bad Movies on Blogspot. Thank you, Sunday helpfully Bad Movies capturing all on Blogspot. Because I did Google what are all the different plot lines in Valentine's Day, and I got a lot of like lists about Chaff. Like, just Shit. crap. Just nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Um, so, 11. So, it's war- we're ranking these plot lines on 1 to 11. We should say, for folks who haven't seen it, uh, Gary Marshall is trying to love actually, uh, and love actually is when you take the spirit of a holiday yeah, and you put it in as many Added different people as you cast. can. And yeah. then that's, and it's all about love. 
He did it very successfully with Love Actually, which is, of course, the Love Actually of Christmas. And then he has done the Love Actually of New Year's, which sucked absolute shit. And uh, now it's the Love Actually of Valentine's Day. And by the now, sequel. I mean... It must have been good because they made a sequel. 13 years ago. And um, it was fine. <laughs> I mean, it's like much maligned and I think appropriately so. But I had a pretty nice time watching it last night. Not going to lie. It was fine. It's time for... Yes. Plotline power ranking. Yeah. Plotline number one, Jack. Yes. Uh, what do we call this one? The proposal. Okay, the proposal. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher, mm-hmm. Jessica Alba. Yeah. Uh, so the, here's the description. Jessica Alba wakes up in the morning and Ashton Kutcher has a ring for her. He's a florist who um, is very romantical. She says yes. Uh, it gets cold feet. Uh, throws him, doesn't want to tell anyone, and then throws him over, and ends up alone. Yes, that's the plot line. Um, I've described it. She does end up alone. But she, does she end up happy? I don't. I can't th- remember what so. her resolution is. I think she just sort of breaks up with him, and then is like, "Well, that was Jessica Alba in this movie." I think we are asked by Gary Marshall to forgive her, but they tie up a lot of loose ends, you know? Because she's like, gives a spe- a nice speech to Ashton, where she's like. You deserve better, and it's actually still sucks because if he's, somebody he's proposes to you and you don't want to marry them, you it's it's one of those moments in life where you really got to steal your spine and say, "No, thank you," because <laughs> he's the one who um, <laughs> she's the one who kind of spurs him into action on our yeah. second plot line, yeah, which is um, friends to lovers, right? But we got to rank is this. Ashton Kutcher. Well, do we have to? Are we listing them all? That's what a blo- no. We rank okay. first. Okay, rank right. first. Then, then Ashton Kutcher, Jessica Alba. Um, Where am I going to put this? Feels like eleven to me because it's so it's it's not resolved, and it leads to one of the other eleven. No, plot lines. listen. The way you do a blind ranking, it, you're gonna okay. You're, you're gonna right. kick no, yourself. You know nothing about this. You're gonna fucking kick yourself if I have you no use either the first or the last spot this early. Because we're gonna right. come on something and be like, man, that sucks. And it's like, well, it can't be the worst one because we already put this one was pretty bad. Okay, well let's it's put not it, the best. Let's put it romance at eight, in the movie. and you have to keep track of it. Eight? Yeah. Oh Jesus! You were now. I feel like you were being irresponsible now. Well, you don't think that there are three worse plot lines than this? This is just like, it's the main plot of this whole movie. <laughs> okay, so you're saying, oh, I can't believe you. I can't believe you've done this. Okay, well, it's a, it's a democracy. It's Swiftmas. On Swiftmas, everyone gets a vote, but Taylor does ultimately decide. No, I'm, who you lives know what? And I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you fucking like sleep in this bed you've made. Now let's see, let's find three worse plot lines than Ashton Kutcher, Jessica Alba. Okay. Who break up. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but wait, are we judging it in terms of like how, how sad it is in the world no, of the no, film or not and necessarily. Like how interesting it was to endure? <laughs> I don't know. I think each of us has our own. Okay. That's a, this is why it's a council, Jack. Yeah, it's a council. Yeah. Well, it's the each council of us brings of our own perspective. Yeah. And you judge it however you want. I'm willing to follow you into the dark on putting... Yeah. Uh, Let's put it at nine. How about that? Okay, great. Thank you. Okay. And what's that That's called? All I the, proposal. the proposal. The proposal with Ashton and Jessica. Is it Jessica Beale? Alba. Alba. Okay. I think Jessica Beale is also in this movie. I, She's also many? in the film. 
Okay, but she's, guys, that's a, that, we're not there yet. One Jessica per movie. Like, I guess if anyone's allowed to break that rule, it's Gary Marshall. But that's like that's been since caveman times. We've agreed yeah. that we can't have more than one Jessica in a movie. It's well, it's and then destructive. there's a Jennifer too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and you have two Taylors. Come on, get your head out of your ass. Get your head out of your ass. Okay, pl- okay. Um, Plotline power ranking number two. Plot. So the thing about the proposal is the resolution of the proposal leads to plot line number two yeah which i would call friends to lovers okay which is jennifer garner ashton and kutcher ashton jennifer kutcher. gardner okay and that is the main plot of the film spoilers okay. sorry sure. i thought this was fine oh i should say it. To give i should a description it. okay here's the deal ashton kutcher has been thrown over as we know by um what's her face one of the jessicas Elba. and he tells his best friend who is a school teacher and she Elias. is interested but distracted because she is uh, in love with mcdreamy but mcdreamy mc sorry mcsteamy but <laughs> wait let me make sure that's right <laughs> Jamie was just trying to... to, (laughs) She's in love with... You were right the first time. She's in love with McDreamy. McSteamy's in this too. McDreamy and McSteamy are both in it. Okay, rule number two for Gary Marshall, for anyone... You don't put two Jessicas in Gary, a film. Gary, we're trying to do a fucking power <laughs> ranking here. Don't two. You're making it so confusing. Two Taylors in a film. Don't put two Muck Doctors from ER in a film. It's fucked. Yeah. It's fucked. Grey's Anatomy. It's is it Grey's Anatomy? Shows what I fucking know. Well, then what's George Clooney? Not involved. He's it, not in this. He's in, but he's in ER, and isn't he McDreamy too? No, I don't know. He didn't have. He was just. He was dreamy, Wait, but George Clooney. Hang on. Let's like just talk 10 about years this. before George Clooney is in a like fucking doctor before. drama, and he doesn't get to be called a muck anything. He's nope. like the hottest man of all time. <laughs> nope, not hot enough. Not as hot as Patrick Dempsey and uh, Eric Dane okay. were both in this movie. All right, but we're not talking about that. Okay, okay. Finish the plot. Okay, let's finish the plot. Um, she she is got a hot and steamy love affair with McDreamy, but it turns out McDreamy is cheating on his wife of 14 years with her, and Ashton finds that out when McDreamy comes to buy flowers from him at his florist shop and is like, hey, I got, fl- I want to get sent flowers to two different girlfriends. You know, what a player. And Ashton has to decide whether or not to tell her. He gets on an airplane, hunts her down, and uh, they end up together. So let's, you, you've, you've revealed a third plot. I know, you, but we've got to put it on the You've revealed a third plot. Yeah. So we have to, I think, let's first put the... Second plot on the ranking, Friends to Lovers. Okay, I want to put this at, like, five. Wow. Is that acceptable to your heart? Where do you want it? Where do you want it? What, you like this plot line? You want it's it high. It's the main plot of the movie. It's, it's not like the, the best whole thing, thing that the movie is driving Okay, to. fine. Let's put it at four. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Let's put Friends it at four. Put it at four. Two lovers you can four the rule of this is you can negotiate me no i think there's i can think of four i can think just off the top of my head of four better plot okay well then why why did you push back in the first place i don't know i don't know reflexively (laughs) okay it feels like it should have more weight than that but i guess that's not on us that's on gary marshall i actually quite liked ashton kutcher in this film Uh, extremely unpopular Oh, and we should say he is playing the same character that he played in new year's eve yeah, it ha- he has a different name, and he's in Los Angeles instead of New York now. Yeah, and he has a different profession. Yeah, I can't remember um, New Year's Eve. Too many plots. It's like a cur. I think a courier or something. And yeah. He gets stuck on an elevator. 
Okay, yeah, he's in an elevator the whole time. With maybe Mila Kunis, is that right? Yeah, that sounds right. Now he's, it's the same guy. She's cynical, he's open-hearted, and it takes uh, an entire, he's like, a floor, he runs eight a hours in an elevator uh, to win her over, but he does it. Something yeah, like and then that. he goes and starts a, a We cannot shop. describe New Year's Eve plot lines. Absolutely not. We have so much work to do. We've Sorry, done two we of We have 11. to name, so you then revealed the th- a third there, yeah. which is. So that's a five. McDreamy and Pat and Jennifer Gardner. That's low because he's she's the side piece in an affair and she doesn't even realize it. Yeah, but it's, until until her best friend tells her. It's interesting. Shall I say it? Yeah, please. Uh, I've said most of it. Uh, McDreamy I've said most of it. and Jennifer Garner are having a hot and heavy affair. Uh, but then when he uh, he's like, oh, I'm going on a plane trip. It turns out he's just going back to his palatial mansion with his wife and daughter. And he's cheating and she's going to f- fly out and surprise him. And uh, Ashton eventually reveals that the, this is an affair to Jennifer Garner, who uh, gets her comeuppance at the end by flying out and like pretending to be the waitress at his valentine's day dinner with his wife and she's like guess what the special is it's like roasted pig (laughs) you know what's so interesting about that oh yeah pig testicles so if she goes like far enough that if i were the wife i would be either mcdreamy is cheating on me or this person is like fucking insane (laughs) all right sir wait well my name is julia and i'm gonna be your server tonight why don't I get started with a few specials? Yes, please. Tonight, the chef is featuring a dish that he likes to call the lying, stinking pig. You're, you're, you're kidding. How is that good? He starts by cutting off the pig's testicles, and he chops them up really finely, teeny tiny pieces. And then he takes those testicles, and he, he pulverizes them and adds in a little arugula, some sage, um, feta cheese, and shoves the mixture back up the pig's... Well, for lack of a better word, ass. You know what? What? Is weird about that scene? Yeah. At the end, they show, because you're curious, how, yeah. why was she allowed to pose as a waitress? Because it's because the uh, the maitre d' is a dad of one of the kids at the school she teaches at. But didn't she fly to San Francisco to do this? I don't know, man. I don't... Or San Diego? Unclear. I Maybe thought she not. got on a plane and flew to San Diego Maybe to, she didn't. to have this Maybe he ruse. stops her at the airport. I can't remember. Who knows? That's an interesting question. What are we calling it? Oh, um, yeah. You should say the name of it first. It's the, the cheating husband or something like cheating that. Cheating husband. It's low for me. Uh, it, it just, it doesn't, um, I'm immersed in the film. I'm pushing, putting myself back in a time and place last night. I'm immersed in the film and like, I'm finding myself gravitating towards other plot lines and away from this one. I think what we're going to discover is that you and I probably both enjoyed the plot lines that are like a little bit low on content and like high on like jokes and, you know, yeah. being stupid. So let's put this at six. Okay. I feel good about six. Okay, and it yeah. feels pa- nicely paired with friends to lover, yeah. lovers at five. Perfect. Great. Cheating husband. The cheating husband. Let's call it the cheater. The cheater. That's great. That's why I get paid to do this. Not yeah. You. The cheater and the teacher. Come on. Yeah. Cool it. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. So that's three. Yeah. We got so many more to go. Yes. But this, the good news is, uh, Swift fan, people who are listening to this on Swiftmas, uh, you probably won't have time to, like, 
make your whole family watch Valentine's Day today. Though I think that may be mandatory. <laughs> yeah, I think you should have to. But if you don't do it, at least you'll definitely know the whole movie in a way that you normally don't from our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Topher Grace and Hathaway. They okay. got them both. Okay. Well, they got them both. <laughs> Venom. Two tailors and a Topher. Two um, tailors and a Topher. Oh, t- <laughs> shit. We may have accidentally done a little bit of a faux pas. Oh, yeah? What's Topher Grace's full name? Christopher, probably. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oops. Uh Uh-oh. I apologize uh, for this oversight. Um, We're meant to be (laughs) sort of on an armistice with the Chris's. Yeah. um, We went after one of their, like, lesser (laughs) number. It's kind of his fault for, like, obscuring the Chris part of his name. exclusively obscure, yeah. <laughs> Chris part of his name. Yeah, I wonder, in fact, could we argue that Chris Topher is like the anti-Chris? Like, Topher Grace is the anti-Chris. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, he's like taken out every part of the Chris part of his name. What's the opposite of Grace? Uh, sin. So the, the, the anti-Topher Grace would be called Chris Sin. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. And we'd watch that as part of our content block, the winter of our Chris content. But this, yeah, so you can have, in fact, this fits with the armistice. We've we've invited an anti-Chris in just to show how committed we are to like having no Chris's. Phew. Um, so yeah. this one's called, so it's Topher Grace and um, Anne Hathaway. They got them both. Phone sex. <laughs> they got them both. I couldn't help, and I, this is no shade on Topher Grace, except that it is. I couldn't help but think that she was too good for him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, especially because, like, the whole plot, which you're about to explain, is that he's, like, a whiny, like, insecure baby, and she's, like, a confident, like, sexy phone sex operator. Yeah. Um, I know where I'm going to rank this. I'll say it quickly. Um, Yeah, please. This plot line is that uh, Topher Grace and Anne Hathaway are just dating they've hit it off and they're in the midst of like you know their sixth date or something like that yep uh but she has a sideline where she like does phone sex and so she's always like answering the phone to like pretend to be like a russian vixen saying things that are not that graphic I think that was a Gary Marshall choice. She never says anything very graphic. Oh, yeah. She's um, she's oftentimes like um, a Southern belle. Yeah, she like does accents. It's pretty, it's a fun part. And sometimes she's like a Russian like dominatrix. And the plot line is just that like eventually he figures that out and is briefly mad about it. And then he's like, actually, it's fine. But it doesn't reflect that well on him. But then it is fine. No. And that's the but plot. But it line. is fine. Um, um, it's sort of, um, it's got tendrils though, this plot line. It yeah. feels like it's a floater, like it's independent from the rest of Valentine's oh, no. Day. Not Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall is like, uh, you know, it's every movie is a labyrinth for him and the yeah. old roads. It's like Stephen King. Place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's like too hard to even like track, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's, it's so complex. But this has got tendrils because, um, Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Works at the sp- Sports management agency run by Queen Latifah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we can't get into that. I mean, we can. We must. But but first, that we, we got to rank this. Um, yeah. 
I want to say this plot sucks shit. Nothing happens in it. I love Anne Hathaway, and I loved her more uh, watching this film, but the plot sucks. It's just about- uh, We invite uh, a Chris into our midst, and then we fucking shit in his face. <laughs> well, that's what you want? Yeah, that's kind of what Gary Marshall did. Uh, he is like a whiny little okay. baby. Phone sex, 11 for you. Yeah. Wow. Don't you think? Um, I, I mean, I feel okay about that decision now. I'm looking, I'm casting my eye down the list. There's definitely one that I want. Well, let's put, it at 10, at 11. let's put it at 10. Let's put it at 10. I don't, I'm happy. I, I don't want to, okay. um, I don't want to, I want to follow my own rule and not fill the slot of one or 11 to, prematurely. 10. Okay. It's there. That's 10. Yeah. Phone sex is at 10. Great. All right. Let's try to get to, um, either five or six plot lines before we take a break. Eric Dane, um, Mick Steamy. Okay, this is called Football Hero. Football Hero. Yeah. Okay, here's the plot. Football Hero. Mc Actually, I okay. come up with the names, so fuck you. And <laughs> okay. Di uh, um, or who, who's someone who takes notes in a court? An amanuensis. Amanuensis? Strike? Yeah. Um, what did you say? Court reporter? <laughs> no, no, no. Amanuensis is good. What was the title you suggested? Football Hero. Strike football hero from the record. I'll be coming up with okay, the name of it. Fine, uh, I've struck him from the record. Jury, disregard that, please. Hard to forget. It was a pretty memorable name, uh, but to the best of your ability, disregard it. What? Say now. Say I'm thinking, something. I'm just trying to think of something really good. Uh, uh, football man. Okay. Uh, it's so much worse. <laughs> football man. What did you think? Here's the plot. What is it? A football man. McSteamy is a football man, he's like a Brett Favre type, who's like, uh, last year of of being very good. Uh, yeah. And the the scuttlebutt is that he's gonna retire. And so he's running around trying to figure out whether he should retire or not. Part of the reason he does want to retire is uh, because he doesn't have time for love and he's alone. And yeah. so the whole movie, it will he, won't he retire. And eventually he does give a press conference where he's like, Okay, here's the thing. I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. B big surprise. It kind of threw me because uh, I wasn't expecting it. And then, um, then he has a, a, a lover. Th and that yeah, tendrils. Tendrils. And and uh, and he also is managed by Queen Latifah. His lover and, um, is then revealed, and and I think we learn in retrospect that th he had broken up with his boyfriend because he did, he only had time for football and so it's a happy reunion where he's like I am retiring I think he does retire but he mainly comes out and it's a big deal because football yeah. men tend not to certainly well we should say it. yeah okay yes okay and then where where are we putting this on the plot line I kind of liked this plot line it's sort of um it's nice it it's a good kind of distraction from the the other heavier plot lines I want. Do we have some something in the number four slot? We can do four. I feel really good about four. Yeah, that's actually where I was aiming and what yeah. I was hoping you would say. What do we call it? Football man. Football man. Yeah. That's not. Very it's not good. great. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up is smash cut. Smash cut. We are thirty thousand feet in the air, flying yeah. home from Iraq. I don't think so, though. <laughs> I think it's like a connecting flight. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. You know, it's from like Andrews Air Force that, Base or something. It did seem that uh, weird that uh, Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts yeah. would both be flying back from Iraq. But Surprise, they got them both. 
<laughs> Got them both. <laughs> Uh, what do we call this one? We call this one, um, they're sort of uh, chums. Yeah. How about like, uh, ooh, let's call it the- um, I've got an idea. The connection. But I'm not allowed to say it. The connecting I'm flight. I'm not allowed to say you know? it. I have a really good idea, but I'm not allowed to say oh, it. Oh, can you hint at it? Um, uh, let uh, me get it, get there. Uh, it's the name of, uh, basically a play on the name of a famous dog basketball movie that would also signify like people who were chums on an airplane. Oh, air chums. <laughs> yeah. Air buds. Air buds. Oh, air buds. We could just say. <laughs> air chums. Yeah. yeah. It's up to you. I've given, you know, I can't say it and I can't weigh in. Um, all right. Yeah. So here's the plot. Um, they're on a, they're, they're on, on an airplane. A long flight. Yeah. I say the plot. Trans-American flight. Yeah. They're on a Sorry. long flight. Emancuator, what was the word? Amanuensis. Amanuensis, strike yeah. that from the record. Strucken. And jury, please ignore what Tanner said, which will yeah. be easy to do, because I can't even remember. They're on a long flight, transatlantic, something like that. Big long flight. And it's Bradley Cooper. Julia Roberts has fallen asleep on his shoulder, but they don't know each other. And uh, She's in fatigues. She's she's in fatigues. It turns out that she is a captain in the military, and she's got a gruff affect, but he wins her over. And she says to him, here's the deal. I only have one day of shore leave, and I'm, I can't wait to get back to that special someone. And then they hit it off on the plane, and then when they land, she can't get a taxi, and he facilitates a ride because he's like, it's so important that you, like, I think he, like, gets a car for her. But he has like, a car waiting he's for He's like, him. you he's only have like, a short time. Thank you for your this. service, and the, the, the whoever Salute you're going her. back to is the luckiest man alive, and it's, like, kind of beautiful, and, like, you Blue should spend every hour over. with him. And then, big fucking surprise for both of them, because yeah. surprise, sir, goddamn prize, the man she's going back to is little boy, who's one of the plot lines. And it's her son. We'll get to it. And then for him. And her parents. He was never in love with her because he's a gay man and his lover is football player from Football Man Plotline. What? McSteamy. McSteamy. And they do get together. Yeah, they seem to be Yeah, involved. they seem to really like each other. And who wouldn't? McSteamy and Bradley Cooper? Whew. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, but so where do we put this? I don't know. It was good. They I were liked both it. really charming. Yeah. They're both charming people. They both did well. That's fun. It was like nice that it wasn't about like, you know, teen sex or like cheating. Oh, I'm worried. Can I put this at number three? I'm slightly worried because otherwise we have to put it at six and it does that feels unfair to it. This is where it gets tough. It would be hard to put it at six because it's taken. Oh, then we'd have to put it at seven. That seems wrong. So it's got to go at three. You don't want to put it at one or two. Uh, I don't think so i think there's more fun plot lines but uh well i guess we could put it i, I no, feel it's fine it's fine i okay. feel anxious it putting at it at three two. let's put this at three yeah and this one's called what air chums air buds uh, <laughs> air chums air chums so that we've got five now right or do we have six i'm not keeping track for you what do you mean i'm, you're a, not I'm a track? i'm a um recorder not a reporter you're neither of those things <laughs> I'm recording the power ranking. I don't. I don't read it okay. back. Let me say. Let me try this another until it's way. done. When we get to either five or six, I think we should take a short break and come back and do the remaining either five or six. Uh, okay, we've done six. Okay. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a dilly dilly, my lord. <laughs> 
Oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil betters to um, make small, lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes. Uh, Like, for instance, I bet that I can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. They're online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. Um, And in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use, it's entirely online, and they are super flexible, so it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bedfellows. Okay, and we're back. And Hello. there's no time. Marriage, we, sh- we should say, I guess, br- brief swiftness interlude. Um, I hope everybody's returned to all of their... Uh, if you celebrate Christmas, and if you're celebrating yeah. Christmas... Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas is canceled. It's Swiftmas. It's Merry Swiftmas. Um, put on Midnight's the, you know, the late night version or whatever or Evermore. You're really pushing Midnight's, huh? It's the latest album. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, are you working for her record label? We're literally working for Taylor right now, trying to make Swiftness happen. So, put yeah. on 2010's Valentine's Day. Okay, yeah. <laughs> directed by Gary Marshall. Yeah, put on immediately. Uh, put on 2010's Valentine's Day. We'll wait. Uh, we're doing our most famous segment of all time, Plotline Power Rankings. Power you ranking. remember yep. it from when we did New Year's Eve, and we've got five more plot lines to get through, and it's exciting nice. because we still have the number one and the number 11 plot line uh, <laughs> to, to fill in. So we've got a right. worst and a best. All right. We hinted at it yeah. before we left. Yes. Uh, for the break, but Julia Rob- Captain Roberts. Captain that Roberts. makes her sound like a pirate. Yeah. Captain Julia Roberts is flying home to her special little man, uh, boy. Boy, yeah. And There's it's a, a boy. boy in the movie. There's a boy in the movie, and he has a plot line. He's sort of, um, he does have a plot line, except he's a little bit of the, the like, Stephen King character who can kind of, like, walk between He walks lines, b- between you know? all he of the He touches so many of them. Yes. Uh, so you should probably explain in what ways he kind of affects the story. Okay, but we gotta have a name story. for it first. I think just the boy. The boy. Okay. Plot yeah. line, the boy. Uh, here's the deal. The boy is friends with Ashton Kutcher. That's how we know him. And But he walks in all the plots. 
and he's like, I guess 11, and he's got the biggest crush on someone in his class, and he needs Ashton Kutcher to deliver flowers to her before Valentine's Day is over. And for various reasons, that's stymied throughout the episode. There's a cute girl who plays, I think, on his soccer team or something like that. But guess what? It's not her. The crush is revealed at the end. It's on Jennifer Garner, the teacher. And it's that's bad. Yeah. So Jennifer Garner tells him, no, there's probably someone else who's more appropriate. Do you want to take this beautiful, priceless orchid that you got from Ashton Kutcher and give it to your friend? This girl from her soccer team or whatever indian restaurant that her parents own right which is where the um well uh, one of the other plot lines is having the i hate valentine's party that we'll talk about in a future segment (laughs) and he does and i guess she's charmed here's what i want to say about this plot line the boy where do we put him it's tough because i like the plot line but i didn't like the resolution of it it felt hurried. I mean, I like that he ended up with the girl in his class, but the Jennifer Garner thing was weird. I didn't the feel Jennifer like Garner she needed thing to be was weird. Involved. It kind of came out of like left field. A it just kind of took. Know? I was like, oh, this is going to be because you got to get in a pretty sappy mood for a Gary Marshall. So I was like, this is going to be so sweet. Like he's going to summon up the courage, ask this cute girl in his class, and it's like, oh, he has a crush on the hot teacher. It's like, and she immediately like it's like fucked, him and, and then she's like, what about like next... your second choice? And he's like, I guess so. <laughs> like it just yeah. like kind of. It, it had a lot of promise. <laughs> yeah, especially because we follow him the entire movie, uh, him and his babysitter, as yeah. they're like hunting down these ordered flowers from Ashton Kutcher. But man, we've got, I think we've got basically two or seven available to us. I couldn't say. I don't think it's a two. I feel okay putting it at seven, to yeah, be honest. I think we got to put this at seven. The boy goes I think it's at a, seven. I think this is a seven. Yeah. I think um, it's interesting. Yeah, I think it touches a lot, but it's, does it um, does it get me going? It didn't no. get me going. Yeah, it, it would have. I think it could have been a two, but it, let's talk about the boys' grandparents. Yeah, okay. This one I feel confident. Captain confident. Roberts' parents. Yes, Captain Roberts' parents. Guess what? They they are um, in this the film. bodyguard from Princess Diaries two. Oh yes, and famous actress uh, Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that? His wife from Die Hard? No, that's her Holly Gennaro. She um she right, she, she says, take. I miss you, John, and he says, uh, I guess you didn't miss the name. And it really kind of ruins the moment. <laughs> uh all right. So they're I think I think they are tasked with caring for the boy. Yeah. They're while tasked with caring for the Captain boy Roberts while Captain is Roberts war. is away at war, yes. But tonight, the boy is in the care of someone else because they... Right, and they are doing a plot, Hector, which is I get Elizondo to say and um, Elizondo and Shirley MacLaine. Yeah, dot, I get dot, to dot. say it. Yeah, but what, you have to name it. Um, the, oh, it's um, like the revelation or something. The silver foxes. Um, the secret. The secret. That's great. That's actually really good. And for most of us, the secret is that you uh, just... It's like a self-realization technique. Just act like the thing you want is going to happen, and then it does. Uh, or doesn't, more often, in my experience. But yeah. you know. <laughs> Mostly doesn't happen. Sometimes it does, and you kind of chalk it up to confirmation bias. Yeah. Um, the secret. Yeah is this dot 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 uh they've been married for so long uh they fit like a old glove uh but guess what she suddenly reveals to him that like back in the olden times she had a brief affair with his business partner and he's so mad 
And but then they're like, she he's like, why did you even tell me? And she's like, it's been eating away at me. And then they um, reunite uh, in front of a Shirley MacLaine movie that they're watching, yeah. which is like pretty crazy. And they do a big French it's kiss weird. while Shirley MacLaine is doing a French kiss on the silver screen, and it's pretty weird. But they, you know, he forgives her because they Hector Elizondo their love is so strong was there watching a movie because he was mad at his wife. So he went to go watch a movie starring his wife and then he runs into Topher Grace and literally says to Topher Grace, that's my wife up there. Oh, wait, really? That It is supposed to be her? I guess so. Because he, he's like, there's a whole conversation between him and Topher Grace where he's like, no, that li- right there is literally my wife. Yeah. This telephone girl. You like her, huh? Thought maybe she had the trifecta. Trifecta? What's that? Oh, you know, it's like uh, the big three S's. Smart, sensitive, sexy. That's my trifecta. Her? Mm-hmm. Like, literally, that... Literally. Her. <laughs> she was hot. <laughs> Still is. That's fucking crazy. I just thought it was like a clever wink that Gary Marshall was doing, because it is a famous old Shirley MacLaine movie. We looked it up. I can't remember. But, like... You know, it's a movie in the park. Everyone's, like, out in the park watching on a big screen. Yeah. So she cheats on him and reveals it, and then they get together and kiss, like, with the backdrop being her kissing another man. <laughs> yeah. And he knows it. He, he He's aware that it's her on the screen. That you know? sucks shit. I think that's the worst plot line. <laughs> uh, All right. Do, do you think that's the worst plot line? Absolutely. Yeah. It was absolutely the worst one. Oh, there was one other that like is well. I don't know. We're we're kind of in the dregs now. I'm really curious to see what of what left. And we're gonna put it fucking one and two. Fuck. Hot shot. No, I feel confident about one of them. Okay, what what? So what do we call this one? The secret. The secret number is. 11. Do you think that's number eleven? Is we've got yeah. ten is open, right? Well, I don't know. There's well, I think there's one worse one. No, ten is taken. The the furthest one up we the lowest one that we have right now on on the list is eight. Okay. So these better be pretty good. We've got eight, one, and two. You fucked us. <laughs> You've absolutely fucked us. Next one on the next plot line: Emma Roberts and Carter Jenkins teen sex. Oh. <laughs> so this plot line's called teen sex. Yeah, and it, that's uh, that's what it is too. But go ahead and describe it in a few sentences. Um, I didn't. I've never heard of these actors, but uh, Emma Roberts. Uh, Emma Roberts' nepotism is Julia Roberts's niece. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Wow, nepotism. Um, nepotism. Okay, I'll just say it. Um, th- uh, they're in college, and they are. I guess like college is over or something. Anyway, they're going to be. I think they're going to college. They're maybe going I think to college. They're graduating yeah. high school. They're going to college. And uh, so they've decided they've been together long enough that they're going to uh, lose their virginity to one another. And she's like announcing it to everyone. They're both like kind of announcing it to everyone. She's and then, the boy's babysitter, by the way. She's the boy's babysitter. And then there's like a lot of hijinks where like they think her parents aren't going to be home. And then they are. And they show up and he's like naked waiting for her strumming a guitar. And it's like kind of funny. And, yeah, mom sees his penis. Yeah. And but like keeps. Doesn't just close the door. She just like keeps looking at his penis. Like keeps the interaction going in a way that I found <laughs> kind of surprising. 
Um, and then eventually, like, the act is put off by so many hijinks that she's like, you know what? Actually, let's just not. <laughs> and then yeah. that's the plot. And it's fine. Line. And yeah. it's fine. I think we got to rank this pretty high. <laughs> wow. I can't believe you. Well, okay. I, no, no. Okay. Where do you want to rank I just it? Wanted, this is your favorite plot this is line. Stra- no, no. Listen. This is strategy. Number one. Listen to For me. Jack is no, teen it's not sex. number one. <laughs> Why he watches. Listen. This is how you play the game. It's strategy. We got to think about how many slots do we have left? We got three. Three slots. So it's either going to be number two or number eight. I kind of think that the next thing you're going to tell me is going to be a pretty sucky plot line. But <laughs> so if I put I this know. at eight, <laughs> then we're stuck with one and two. I want to keep my options open okay. and leave one and eight. So, oh, you're so putting we're putting teen, teen sex, sex at, at number two, Jesus second Christ. best plot line. <laughs> we're going to get fucking sent to prison for this plot line power <laughs> ranking. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Carter Jenkins, the teen boy from the teen sex plotline, yeah. has a best friend. Second best plotline in Valentine's Day. I've always said it. <laughs> Jacob. Team Jacob. N- name's Lautner. Team Jacob. Taylor Lautner. Yes. Taylor Lautner is a high school boy who is dating our Lord and Savior. The reason for the season. Yeah. <laughs> the reason for the season. Taylor Swift. Mary Swift miss. It's Taylor Swift. Taylor Lautner is dating Taylor Swift. They, they're they playing. Yeah. They're both playing. They're both Vapid, yeah. stupid, idiots. Uh, comic relief side yeah. characters. Yeah. The premise of their plot line. Also, well, so what do we, do we want to call this like the idiots or something like that? How about like the, <laughs> how about like the, um, the, the teddy bear? Cause she's. Okay. The teddy Toting bear. around a giant teddy bear sure. the entire time. Yeah, the whole because he like gave her a giant teddy bear and she's like carrying it the whole day. Like she woke up to it and she's like, "My boyfriend is the best. He gave yeah. me this teddy bear." The premise is just that they're fucking idiots. They and they don't. They're not right for each other and they don't seem to even like each other. But they're so dumb and so hot that the, it like fucking works. <laughs> and it's revealed that like uh, like prior to like a day before they yeah. had actually like hated one another yeah. because he was like a dumb jock who threw like spitballs at her. But one of the spitballs um, had like a message in it and she thinks that's a sweet story. So uh, how did you guys meet? It's really funny actually. Like I was not into him at first. He used to shoot spit wads at me in Spanish class, which is like so junior high. Oh. But then one night I was brushing out my hair when I got home and I found this spit wad, but it was really a note and it said, what's up? And I was like, that is so cute. And then I liked it. And then they like don't have anything in common, but like they just like stay together because they're so hot. That's the whole they plot, right? Each other. Yeah. Um, number one with a bullet. <sighs> <laughs> it's funny. It's cute. It's light. It's the reason for the season. Taylor Swift. Could you imagine on Swiftmas? Putting yeah, you're Taylor right. Swift's right. plot it's line Swiftness. at number eight. <laughs> you're right. It's Swiftness. I, I okay. And I think the last plot line is is maybe um, my least favorite. Yeah, and can you imagine if we gave this last plot line? It wasn't bad. Number and it, one, it moved it moved the movie along and like was instru- like kind of like impactful to the plot. Yeah, you know? but it was not 
good. Before we move on to the final plot line, which is funny, because this is the funny thing about this blind rankings game, which is like, yeah. and finally, the big finale. What's going to get the number eight like middle slot <laughs> in the power <laughs> rankings? What could it possibly be? <laughs> but before uh, we move on to that, I'd like to say something about the um, Taylor Taylor, the double Taylor. We should have called this the, the fucking bear. Taylors. The Taylors, we'll call it. We'll re- rename it. Yeah. Uh, Can I um, say what, what something are they called? about it? Ombudsman? Uh, Emanuensis. <laughs> Emanuensis? Yeah. The Taylors. The Taylors. Um, can I say something? Please. There's like a subplot within this plot line that like, I guess it's designed. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but it made no sense. It's designed just to highlight how stupid they are, where like the coach of their team is trying to get get lattes into the vending machine. <laughs> Come sign the latte petition right over here, kids. Yeah. And it makes yeah. no sense. It makes no. no sense. Like how it makes no sense. And like I was just like baffled by that and then Taylor Swift has like the line of the movie where she, like it's mentioned. Save the lattes. And she's like They're putting lattes in the vending machines? Finally. Yeah. And yeah, it's bizarre. It's really strange. Um, <laughs> they touch the final plot. Yeah. The Taylors. The Taylors do, yeah. Because Jamie Foxx Jamie has been Fox. sent to Taylor High. He's a sports reporter, but he, oh, I could say, yeah, he has to report on love and he doesn't In want to. In a plot to. called Sports Reporter. It's Jessica Beale, Jamie Foxx is the real, the plot line here. The agent. The agent. Yeah, that's good. That's number eight. Yeah, number eight. It's the agent, but I do have to describe it. Um, Jamie Foxx is a sports reporter. Uh, He has been put on the Valentine's beat. He doesn't want to because he doesn't like love. Guess who else doesn't like love? Jessica Biel. Every year she has a fuck Valentine's Day party at an Indian restaurant. Hey, have we seen this Indian restaurant before? Yes, we have. Gary Marshall is a master. He weaves everything together like a beautiful master craftsman, like a spider. Yeah. And nobody is going to go to her I Hate Valentine's Day party. She's also, like, having a breakdown. But she's a sports agent for McSteamy, I think. But she's in the midst of having a breakdown. I think largely because Valentine's Day is, like, tough for her. Um, And uh, somehow in the course of this... Speaking of her breakdown, can I do uh, my burn of the week real quick? Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, At the one hour, nine minute mark, um, she's having a nervous breakdown on the phone to Jamie Foxx. And she says, you know, who has always been there for me? Who's that? My best friend, Candy. And he says, there's somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. And then it turned out it's just chocolates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Somehow, uh, I think possibly just because like Gary Marshall, like got to the end of his like red thread and was like, well, these are the only two who I haven't gotten together. (laughs) Right. Um, but they, so they end fall up in love the, during the course of her breakdown, and he shows up at her uh, I Hate Valentine's Day party and is, like, quite charming, and then now they're together, and love conquers all. Why was he at Taylor High? Uh, I think he was just interviewing students, including Taylor and Taylor, um, for, for his, like, segment about, like, Valentine's Day that he doesn't want to do. Oh, yeah. Who's his boss at the news station? Very famous, extremely famous cameo, unbelievably famous. Sarah could not get enough of how much she was wasted on this film, but I was like, okay, sure, whatever. She did a good job with this. Who was it? I can't remember now. I don't know. I don't know the names of people. You don't remember who his boss was? Extremely famous. Do you want me to look it up? I am, because apparently you can't remember. I've been holding that chip for like half an hour. 
Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates is his boss at the news station. Yeah. And we should say Queen Latifah is um, everyone else's boss. But neither of them have a love interest, so we don't get to follow their Well, plot Queen line. Latifah becomes a sort of steals all of Anne Hathaway's phone sex clients at the end of the film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a weird one. <laughs> yeah. Sure. She sort of has like a, a little bit of a relationship with someone called like Axel or something like that on the phone. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> okay. Please read through our... Plotline power rankings. Plotline power rankings from last to first. Yeah. Valentine's Day by Gary Marshall. From last to first, last, the secret. Hector. um, Yeah, that feels right. The old people. Yeah. Sucked. (laughs) Hector Elizondo and Shirley MacLaine. Bad. 10. Phone sex. Uh, This feels. Seems deeply unfair. That's. I can't. That's argue the with yeah <laughs> the power ranking but yeah. it feels so unfair it's like a pretty this is Topher Grace Anne Hathaway pretty that vibrant feels... plot line but th- nothing happens they're just so like, low they're dating and then they continue dating after a small hiccup is like the description of that that's why it gets ranked low but Anne Hathaway does is luminescent in the role <laughs> Topher I don't know I think Topher brought it down <laughs> no offense number nine his character was tough. His character's kind of like a baby. Yeah, you know? you're not really supposed to like his character. And he's like shirtless yeah. the whole time, which is like not how I need Topher Grace in my movies. Like, even though he's like obviously like bulked up for the part, I don't need Topher Grace shirtless. It's not how we do Topher, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Number nine, the yeah. proposal. This is uh, Ashton Kutcher. It's the main Jessica. plot. It's the main Elba. plot. Ashton Kutcher's definitely the main character, just like he was in. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fine. That f- fits there. Eight, the agent. This is Jessica Biel, uh, Jamie Foxx. Sure. Perfect. That's fine. It's, yeah. a, it's a forgettable plot yeah, line. That's fine. Eight is a perfect spot for it. Yeah. Number seven, the boy. This one also feels like... I might put this a little lower. <laughs> I might put this up higher. Yeah. Okay. Well... This is just where uh, the council disagrees, yeah. you know? Yeah. The boy. Sometimes that happens, and that's why we reach a consensus like yeah. this. Number six, the cheater. This is... Uh, McDreamy. Sure, whatever. That feels like it should be really low, but whatever. Not they can't argue with it. Too late to argue. Yeah. Number five, friends to lovers. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, that's the main thrust of the film. Number four, football man, regrettably named. Yeah, not the best name. Not as regrettably named as number three, Air Chums. (laughs) Air Chums. Yeah, that belongs. That belongs there. That's a fun plot. They they are pretty charming can't believe it's in number two everyone remember that it was jack who put it here teen sex emma <laughs> roberts carter jenkins yeah this plot is like completely forgettable it it, it makes no sense that it's there <laughs> it makes no sense <laughs> number one the taylors taylor swift yeah and mary swift is to all our queen yeah our queen of taylor course Lauder. what a performance what a performance absolutely shines in this film Great job, Taylor and Taylor, and uh, I think they were dating when this movie came out. Yeah, who? Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, there's a funny outtake of them at the end, where yeah. she's like, "Taylor and Taylor are so confusing, right?" Yeah, I guess that's what we she's were so like charming. too. <laughs> it was, she's literally reacting to us. You know who was writing about Taylor and Taylor in probably 2010? us? Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm sure I have a. We have like a joint byline. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep. I feel good about this power ranking. Yep. Um, I'll send this off to who do we 
I don't remember where we what we do with these now. I think we got to send it to Taylor. Send it to Taylor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And Gary. And Gary. Yeah, Gary will want to sign Is he off. Still on with this. us? Yeah, of course. I didn't, okay. I'd know. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. Uh, I feel good about that. Armistice, I guess. It's officially over. over. Chris, is, uh, you've got five seconds, and uh, you have a no. You have a five minute head start, and we're gonna yeah. fucking hunt Topher you all Grace, down. Topher you Grace, you have a five minute head start. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, all right, we'll be back next week with more Chris's. What are we? Who? What are we? What are we doing? Well, next week, um, as you know, we le- ended our last episode on a crazy cliffhanger. Uh, oh right, Arbiter f- Tanner uh, has gone. Arbiter Tanner's gone, and we're so gonna save Arbiter Jack. We're gonna have to save uh, the Arbiters in the future uh, with uh, help from a little. Well, was it really advisable to take a week off for no, Swift? No, literally the worst possible time. <laughs> in between, Arbiter Tanner's out there like <laughs> in a hostage crisis somewhere. Yeah. It's a disaster. And what else? It's called the Tomorrow War, and so that's next week. Oh, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah. Looking forward to that. In the meantime, um, a Merry Swiftmas to all who celebrate. And that's everyone yep. because it's mandatory and uh, it's the new holiday and uh, Christmas is canceled. Sorry. Yeah. And I would like to thank you, Tanner, very much. Can we Mary record Whitney. a new intro? A new intro? Yeah. To this episode? Yeah. You there, boy! <laughs> what day is it? It's it's Swiftmas, sir. <laughs> yeah that's good good perfect put I'll that in the throw top. that up top <laughs> um and uh guess what everyone has to subscribe to our patreon you swiftness is not a day off from subscribing to our patreon it's actually mandatory every day of the year and you have to it's patreon.com slash bscc podcast and i didn't get any presents this year so uh that's my present is that you Subscribe to my Patreon. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank That's you. That's my actually. present to Jack, too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so Thanks. put my name on the card. <laughs> Thanks to everybody who's done that. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, join the Facebook group. And um, all that remains now is for me to say that uh, watch film. Film we watch was called Valentine's Day, starring too many people to say uh, in this outro, uh, but mainly Taylor Swift. And next week, we're we'll watching a film called Tomorrow War. I know we said that last time, but we were lying. And it's true this time. Finally, I would like to tell you... We can't you, predict. We, there's no way to predict when Swift Miss is going to no, come. No, you can't you tell know? when Swift Miss is going to come. This year, it fell on December 25th, but that's just a yeah. coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I'd like to tell you this week I've been Jack Alexander Shepard my name is Tanner Greenring and I hope you find your hapless V day disaster good <laughs> it might be childhood friend.